Blog Talk Radio.
we don't invite God into nothing. We just want to say, God, why do you let this happen and why do you let that happen? And then we expect God to show up and work a miracle and move something out the way. God is not that kind of God. He's not a messy God. So if you don't invite him into your heart, into your life, into your family, to your home, into your neighborhood, into your block, into the streets you stay on, whether it's from 100 to the next 100, or into your neighborhood, to your city, your state, your village, your town, then America, we're not inviting God in as a corporate. So don't expect God to force his way in. He's not a forceful God. His word said, choose you this day whom you're going to serve. He said we all have a choice. He's not going to make us serve him. He's not going to make us choose him. So until we get that in our mind, we are not going to understand that God is the head of family. God is the head of self. God is the head of all of our lives. So I like to you all to just remember that. Remember that. The saints of old knew it when they used to have church in the streets and we praised God like that. Didn't care who saw us or heard us. So I thank you all for listening to me as we started the program. As you see, the music has stopped. It is time for Smile 3 Iron Shopping Iron Blog Talk Radio, which is World Wide Web, and uh, Facebook to come together as one to bring the word of God to us. And I pray that everybody open their ears, heart, mind, and spirit to receive what the Lord has for us tonight, which our speakers is uh, Minister Ron Montgomery and Evangelist Tony Montgomery. So I'm going to check to see if they're on the line. And if they are, we're going to hand it over to them and let them begin with what they have on their heart that God has put in them to share with us all tonight. Okay, let's say amen. Amen. Mother Tony, Minister Ron, are you on the line? Um, Minister Sylvia, um, this is the third Sunday. Oh, my God, it's the third Sunday? Okay, well, let's take all that back. third Monday. Yes, ma'am. Third Monday, I'm sorry. We're going to take all that back, so I'm I'm rushing. I'm trying to rush past Thanksgiving. Y'all see me? This is the third so I'm just, okay, um, that's an error. I'm just excited about what God is doing. Thank you, Apostle Blake. So what we're going to do then is finish talking about what I was talking about. <clears throat> when we were younger and we were growing up, I remember having an uncle. Uh, his name was Joseph, but we called him Uncle Bucky. And my Uncle Bucky would plug up his guitar, his electric guitar, up to his amp. And when he would plug that thing up, he would sit on the front porch, and he would begin to make that guitar talk. That's what old folks say. He could make them strings talk. And I remember he would begin to play his gospel music He loved playing the blues, but I remember he would play his gospel music with tears running down his face. Even though, I'm just going to tell you, so you'll know, he wasn't perfect, nor were we. Even though he would be drunk, when he began to uh, praise and worship God, the tears would fall down his face, and you could hear it in his voice, and he would begin to say, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me, Lord. He would repent. And he would ask God to help him because he knew that God was the answer no matter what he was doing or going through. He knew that the answer was the Lord. I remember when we would uh, sit on the porch as children. See, we didn't have videos and uh, MTV and BET and all these other avenues of uh, watching what we watched. So we would mark the people in church. Somebody would play the pastor and somebody would play the missionary and somebody would play the deacon, but we all wanted to play the choir, the director, the lead singer. And I remember how we was to line up on the stairs. We didn't know nothing about alto and soprano and uh, tenor and all that. We just knew we wanted to sing. And we would just sing and just praise God 
to the fullest. And I remember back then, I ministered this years ago. I remember back then how we would not, when we walked past the church, we would not curse. We would not act a fool. We would not do certain things, say certain things, or act a certain way just walking past the church. We didn't sit on the church stairs. We didn't lean on the church building. I don't care if it was a storefront or a house or whatever it was. We had respect for the house of the Lord. I don't remember uh, anybody. I don't care who they was, what their title was or what, what, what a gang they were in. There was respect for the Lord's house. And there was respect for seniors. If you saw them carrying bags or trying to cross the street or walking down the street, you didn't walk over them to knock them down or push them out the way or say, get out the way. You stepped aside and said, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, and let them go and say, excuse me for being in your way. I remember those things. I remember the level of love and respect. I remember our parents saying, uh, people one time, somebody said, oh, those kids are too loud. Children should be seen, not heard. My mother said, oh, no, 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 no. If my kids got something to say, they're going to be heard. Because, see, she wanted to know if somebody was touching, if somebody was looking, if somebody was messing with, if somebody was doing something wasn't right. She wanted to know right then and there. She didn't want to wait till something happened or didn't happen, and you told her about it. She wanted to know right then and there so she can take care of that, so she can react. You know, my father, he was a, a strong man. He uh, made sure that our mother would be able to talk to us. And, and after a certain age, my father didn't allow us to sit on his lap or lean on his back because we started developing, you know, breast started coming into formation uh, the uh, sitting on the knee or the lap, he was like, no, uh-uh, you can't sit on my lap no more. I'm not going to bounce you up and down. I'm not going to let you rock back and forth. No, don't lean on my back. Mm -mm. My father didn't play that. He had strong beliefs, and he knew how far to go. He had a house full of girls. The boys was, they they was grown, but he had a house full of girls. They, some of them was grown, some of them was young, but he didn't, no, 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 mm-mm. He wasn't going to play like that. And if you had a baby, he would still, if he held that baby, he kind of would like put a pillow under the baby and hold it. My father did not want to be accused of anything. And see, back then, people knew how to respect, how would you say, the idea or, or just the thought or the sight of something inappropriate. I remember growing up, um, being able to say something to my parents when they were talking to other adults, we had to walk up or or, uh, get in a position where they could see us, and then we had to wait for them to say, can I help you? We didn't burst into their conversation. Mama, excuse me, hold up. I want to, we didn't do it. And once they acknowledged us, we had to say, excuse me, can I ask a question? And we still had to wait for them to say, go ahead. I don't care how long it took, but we waited because we better not say that and that we walk off like they've taken too long. No, that was a form of disrespect. When we was growing up, we knew how to give honor to our parents. We knew how to give honor to our elders. We knew how to give honor to God. We knew. We were taught that, we were trained that, and we saw that. If someone said to us, mm, y'all got that, I can't speak ever, we ain't let nobody charge us up because, see, we knew the difference between life and death. In other words, we knew the difference between conscious and unconscious. In other words, we knew the difference between feeding yourself and need to be fed. We knew the difference. And what we wanted to make sure is that we did not want to be caught out of order. 
I'm saying all that to say, when you are looking at the season we're in, we're in a season of Thanksgiving. Okay? Um, I hate that I got my Mondays mixed up because I would love to be able to publicize I'm covering from Minister Margo, who is on a medical leave. But at the same time, I'm giving God all the thanks and the glory because she's still with us. She's still praising God. She's still holding on. She's still giving God the thanks. I'm thanking God for having memories come up on my Facebook page that I could share, like the one I'm talking about today. I remember when we were young and how we used to be able to dance and praise God and shout in the streets. I remember that. You know, I remember having our family come over and uh, they would go come in for, like, family night or a little get-togethers, but before it was over with, it turned into a praise and worship and singing and just uh, inviting God in and covering our homes, covering our families, covering each other, praying for each other, praying for healing, praying for miracles, praying for breakthroughs. I remember that. I remember giving God thanks. Even it was Thanksgiving in our family every day. We didn't wait for November, but every day we gave thanks. And if something happened or something was said was said it happened, they would immediately go into prayer. Then once they prayed, they would immediately start to thank God and praise God and worship God and begin to sing because it was already done. They uh, taught us how to always trust God, no matter what it looked like. Always give God the thanks because he will come through, no matter what it looked like. Always be in a position to say, God, even though you slay me, yet will I trust in you. No matter what it sounds like, you say, God, I know what they say, but I want to know what you say. Mm -hmm. Even though it may look like one way, I say I still, we were taught to still say, I look to the hills for which cometh my help, and my help coming from the Lord. I remember <clears throat> my parents teaching us how to honor one another. We had to give thanks every time we ate because, see, we may not always ate what we wanted, but that was our choice, hmm. not theirs. It was our choice. I remember never going in our pantry. Yeah, we had a pantry off our kitchen, and our pantry was empty, never. I never saw our pantry empty. I remember how we used to have cans of fruit cocktails, and I love the grapes and the fruit cocktail, and I would open up a can of fruit cocktail just to eat the grapes. Like my sister, uh, Cecilia, when my mom would make a cake, Cecilia would cut the top of the cake off. She didn't want no other part of the cake, just the top. My mother didn't beat us or scorn us. She would just say, oh, my God, now i got to make another cake. Or she would say, couldn't you just have ate all the fruit? And I would say, Mom, I don't like the other fruit. I just like the grapes. She would say, okay. She never did that because she allowed us to be able to eat what we want. <clears throat> so I thank God for that kind of mother that loved us like that. I thank God for this week being the week of Thanksgiving, haven't y'all noticed that when you look at the news, how many people they said have passed away here, passed away there? If we're still, you're still in the land of living, you should be giving God thanks. I give God thanks every single day. God, I thank you for thus far. I thank you for letting me wake up in my right mind. I thank you for giving me the ability to move my limbs. I may not move as fast as I used to. I may not be able to walk as long as I used to. I may not be able to stand up 
as long as I used to. I have aches and cramps and body pains and different things now at this age that I used to didn't have. But I say, God, I thank you because I can still say, God, I thank you. I remember my mom saying, don't go to bed without thanking God for that day. See, a lot of us don't realize daytime don't start when you wake up with the sun out. Daytime starts at night, 12.01 a.m. If you go back to in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, he said it was night and day, and that was good. So if you look at it, day starts in the night. We come into the daylight. So if you look at it twice, if you look at it, it's day, it's uh, uh, nighttime twice a day. And it's daytime once a day. Hmm. 12.01 midnight, 5, something, 6 in the morning, depends on where you're at. It's dark, dark. Daylight from sunrise to sunset, then it gets night again. So with you looking at it like that, you have to give God thanks because if you're waiting once a year to give God thanks and you're waiting once a year to acknowledge God, how would you feel if God waited once a year to hear from you? Hmm. If God waited once a year to answer your prayer? How would you feel? I thank God every single day. Even when I wake up in the middle of the night, early in the morning, if I want to go back to sleep, I give God thanks. You know, a lot of people ask me since I retired, what you been doing since you retired? I thank God I live to retire. I thank God for that. I thank God that I only will work up if I wanted to. But when people ask me what was I going to do and what have I been doing since I retired, I told them, y'all must have been listening listening to me as my sister Cecilia always reminded them. I said I was going to sleep when I want, as long as I want, get up when I want, go to bed when I want. I ain't broke my word to myself. I'm getting some rest because when I was running the streets, I thank God that he not only allowed me to run the streets and be in the streets, but I thank God that he brought me out of the streets in one mind. I had some accidents and issues along the way, but I thank God, with, even with the limited health issues I have, it's not unto death. Mm, my Mm, my Jesus, I thank God. See, don't wait for November to thank God or your little birthday or your little anniversary. Thank God every day that you wake up, every day that you have breath in your body, every day that your family, your uh, household, your finances, your resource, you thank God daily for what he has done for you because it's not a given. He said that tomorrow is not promised to nobody. But we take that for granted. We take that for granted. I thank God that when my sister Sheila was taken from us in July of 22, I thank God that our family has learned to stay together. I thank God that it didn't cause us to fall out, discommunicate, not uh, speak or talk. We have learned to talk to one another. We have learned to trust and lean on one another because, see, a lot of times people don't understand. Everybody don't grieve the same. Some grieve in silence. 
they close the door and they go into a corner and turn the lights off, close the shades, and they get over in a corner, not understanding that the enemy of their soul is trying to separate them because the word of God said, idle mind is the playground for the devil. The enemy is trying to talk to them, make them believe, don't nobody understand, don't nobody care. Because if the enemy could persuade them of that, you know how far that would go. But as a family, we have been able to pull on one another and, and, and kind of keep pushing and pulling that this person will be like, why do they keep trying to call and push and pull on me? They understand. They hear us when they say, I love you. I may not dot every I. I may not cross every T. But I say to my family all the time, if I could accept you with your crazy ways that I think is crazy, you should be able to accept me with mine. See, what works for me don't work for you. But what works for you don't work for me. But at the same time, I thank God that he has given us enough grace and mercy and love and patience, patience with one another that we can be able to say, I love you, even though I don't like what you did, even though I don't like what you said, even though I need to step away for a minute. I love you, but I give God thanks for the time that I'm stepping away that he's not only going to fix me and minister to me and have his angels and captain around me, but he's going to do the same for you. See, when you understand giving thanks to God, it's not just something. This word says that everything that have breath praise the Lord. In all your ways, acknowledge God. Give thanks unto the Lord. You, you can go into the Bible and just read and think and see and, and say and recite it if you want, but believe it, trust it. Speak it so in your heart that you know every day I've got to give thanks unto the Lord. Today is Monday. God, I thank you. Tomorrow is Tuesday. God, I thank you in advance that I'll live to see Tuesday. I'm thanking you in advance that I will live through the holiday season. I thank you in advance that I'll be able to make it through to and through the next new year. When you start speaking those things as though they were, God said we're saved by hope. I hope somebody gets something out of this tonight. Not for me, but for yourself. I hope somebody understands to repent. Go to God. Talk to God because if you've been waiting for November uh, Thanksgiving Day to say, God, I thank you, repent right now. If you haven't been waiting and you've been saying thank you here, thank you, stop making it a, a continuous thing. How they say, do stuff for 21 days and become a habit. Start off. Lord, the first day I say thank you. Mm. Lord, the second day I say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The third day, I say, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Keep going to each day. And then after the 21 days, you'll be saying, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, all day long in your spirit, when you're talking, when you're not talking, when you're thinking, when you're in your quiet time, in your spirit, you're saying, thank you, Lord. Make it a habit. Hmm. I enter these gates with thanksgiving. Ah, get that in your spirit. Enter God's courts with praise every day. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter God's court with praise every day. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter God's court with praise every day. Enter, 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 enter. When you get to the place that you can say, God, I just want to say I thank you. You didn't have to do it, but you did. Like tonight, I got the my Monday's mixed up because I'm human. And thank God, Apostle-elect said, uh, Minister Sylvia, this is the third Wednesday. Thank you, Apostle-elect. Thank you for having the heart to say there's a correction need to be made, and I thank you for the correction. Don't get mad. She didn't have to. She could have said, no, I didn't make the mistake. 
by text. <laughs> so the woman of God don't have to text me. Say it out. See, we got to get to the point when God is trying to correct us, when God is trying to put a correction in place. Think about it. You did not a fool in quiet. You did not a fool uh, unknown. When somebody, when God loves you enough to allow correction to come openly, thank him enough that he thought that much of you to correct you openly, and you could say in front of people, whether it's live, in person, or they could go see about it in a replay and say, oh, they didn't get mad. Why? Why get mad? Because I made a mistake and I was corrected. God, I thank you. I thank you for someone being honest. Instead of letting me go on and say, oh, well, they're not here. Oh, they're not here because it's not their day. I'm trying to rush Thanksgiving. Here, I guess, the Black Friday. I don't know what it is. But the enemy I saw is always on his job. And if, if nothing could prove that, let tonight's situation prove it to you. But in the same sense, let it prove to you that I was able to come back and say, God, I thank you that there was someone willing to say it needs to be corrected. So, again, thank God for the turkey, excuse me, the dressing, Now, even if it's stove top. If the turkey, even if it's turkey low, or that, uh, what's that, blue ribbon turkey. If, if it's a family Thanksgiving dinner or somebody stopped by a soup line, whatever, thank God that you got it. Whether you one of the immigrants that's in, in a, po- a police station or a church or on the streets or wherever, thank God you're able. Thank God he's touching somebody hard that says, I got to. I want to, and I need to go out here and feed God's people. Thank God for being in a facility or in an area that you can get to that meal. I thank God for our veterans. I thank God for our government, even though they may not and might not, and most of them are not doing the right thing by the people. But I trust God. I trust God that He's going to finish it. He's going to straighten it out. He's going to make the government do right by the people. The word said God, uh, the king's heart is in God's hand. God can will that heart whichever way he wants. But like I said earlier, I put a post out that says back in the old days, how in the street we praised the Lord. We had church in the street. We need to go back to the old days until we get it. It ain't no AI. AI ain't making this, uh, uh, making nothing real complicated for us because, see, we know one thing is we can do AI. We all interceded, interceded in prayer. Become an AI for God. Don't become like the AI for the government or for a company, be an AI for God. Y'all act like you don't remember prayer changes things. Some have to do it overnight. Some have it done within a week, a month, or a year. Some are like the Israelites and the slaves. Y'all notice they have something in common. Take it for what it's worth. Israel and slaves prayed for what, 400 years? So many hundreds of years before (laughs) the change have came. Thank God for what he's doing. I'm sorry I had tonight mixed up so I didn't really study and have nothing done, made up for tonight. But just to know that I don't, I don't have to write down nothing to be able to say this is the week, this is a season that the world is operating with Thanksgiving. Just imagine if we all operated in Thanksgiving 
trying to imagine. But you imagine how out it feels would produce if we all operated on the same corporate letter of praise and worship and thanks. Could you imagine how our animals would reproduce and how the meats would taste? Could you imagine your neighbor, your neighborhood, your family, your children, yourself, how we would, if we all could do it corporately, Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? I wish I could sing like Tamla Hall, Tamla Man. I'm sorry. I was singing that song she wrote. If I could only imagine. Could you imagine living in the days like we did back in the '60s, and we would go out of town, and we would go downtown, and we go to different places, and we would leave our doors open and our windows open. And we don't have to worry about nobody breaking in. Mm, could you imagine living like that? We did. Could you imagine when your neighbors cared about you? They didn't just worry about themselves. Me, my, I, ours. They worried about the neighborhood. When, when you did something to your neighbors, it was like doing something to them. When they saw your kids acting a certain way, or somebody trying to do something to your kid, they stepped up like it was theirs. Could you imagine? Could you imagine respecting your parents? Because there is a commandment of God to honor thy. Honor thy father and thy mother. Honor thy. Could you imagine Respecting the house of God, respecting God again, respecting what comes out of your mouth concerning our Father. Could you imagine understanding the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want? Could you imagine seeking you the King of God and His righteousness? Could you imagine loving the Lord with all your heart? Could you imagine saying, God, for you I live, for you I die? Could you imagine saying, God, got your will for mine? Could you imagine saying, God, I thank you for everything? Thank you more so for the prayers you didn't answer. I thank you, Lord. Could you imagine? If you keep your mind stayed on him, he will keep you in perfect peace. Could you imagine? When you say, yet though you slay me, yet I will trust in you. Could you imagine that I would not bow down to no other God? You are my one and only true living God. Ah, could you imagine loving the Lord with all the heart? Could you imagine knowing he's a strong tower and you can run to him? Could you imagine saying, God, I trust your word? I trust you. Could you imagine that said, like the lady at the well, I want to tell you about somebody that told me about me. Could you imagine? Hmm. I can only imagine what it would be like if we all just stood together saying, Lord, what must I do? Lord, I'm yours, Lord. All that I am, all that I'm not, all that I have, all that I got, I'm yours, Lord. Could you imagine knowing that God wants to save you? God wants to deliver you. God wants to be 
you'll reduce it. Ah, yeah, I said it. You're a reducer of stress. You're a reducer of unbelief. You're a reducer of lack. You're a reducer. Could you imagine what it would be like for God to reduce everything in you that don't give him the glory? Could you understand what it's like to not be able to say, Lord, I thank you, and you want to. And you have the ability. Even the ones that can't speak, signs, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. However they do it, they say, Lord, I thank you. However they do it, I don't know it, but however they do it, they say, God, thank you. God say he understands our moans and our groans. So even if a person is not verbally able to speak, if they talking to God, God understands it. It's not our way. It's not for us to do God's work. It's not for us to say, God, I'm going to speak for someone else. It's for us to say, I've stand in the Greek, standing in the place as proxy for this person because, God, even right here, right now, with whatever they're going through, they're broken, their mindset. God, I'm standing in the gap asking you to break it, asking you to deliver them, asking you to keep them, asking you to bring them back, oh, God. But, God, it's your will. God, I'm asking you. God, I thank you in advance for my family getting together. I thank you for all of those that still, thank you for all of those that feel like nobody cares. I thank you for the ability that somebody's going to reach out to touch, to get a hold, to talk to, to invite, to go back, to see about. God, I thank you in advance that they will be received wherever they go, that somebody's going to get somebody a breakthrough by reaching out, touching them, and when you do get the breakthrough and somebody reach out and touch you, give God the glory. Give God the praise. Give God the honor and say, God, thank you that even right here, right now, you did not forget about me. So this may not be what somebody wanted to hear, but this was something that we all needed to hear. Every day, 24-7, 52 weeks a year, 12 months a year, 365 days a year, we need to tell God thank you. Thank you for the no's. Thank you for the yes. Thank you, Lord, even for the whole of that you haven't even blessed me with yet. God, I thank you for the whole of Because we're not always ready for what you're doing, what you're going to do, what you are about to do. God, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I pray that somebody heard something on tonight. I pray that your ears was open, whether it's in the live, the replay, or the archives of Law Talk. I thank you, God, for covering us, letting us know that Thanksgiving is an everyday thing, not just the but every day, but even in the season that the world is coming to understand is Thanksgiving. God, let them know the season is for you, not for the stores, not for the uh, the, the, the pay the uh, money for somebody to get rich. But God, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, every day. Thank you on a corporate realm, God. Thank you on a family realm. God, we say thank you. Heal the sick, God. The ones in my family, the friends, and the ones that I know and don't know. Heal the sick, God. Heal Minister Margot McCoy. Let her have a thank you, unlike any other thank you, this year, God. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you for Pastor Sonny Troy Thomas. Thank you for Apostle Elect Dr. Cecilia Kaiser. Thank you for Evangelist Tony Montgomery. Thank you for Minister Ron Montgomery. Thank you for Dr. Serena Wright. Thank you for Reverend Lon Seabury. God, I thank you for my household. I thank you for Minister Brandon Kaiser and his household. God, I thank you. Let every non-believer, God, start believing in you 100%. God, I thank you. Send your angels to minister to them, O oh Lord Jesus. I thank you. For every friend, foe, or family member that has lost someone in the past days, week, month, year, or two years, or whatever, God, that's still in the place of mourning, God, I thank you that your angels minister to them daily. God, I thank you. Cover the broken heart. Let this be a holiday worship, praise, and honor. Let this be a season that, like no other, oh God. Show them that with you all things are possible. Show them, oh Lord. Answer some prayers that they've had on the altar, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. And as you answer the prayers, oh Lord, I believe they will turn their hearts back to you, oh God. Repent and be saved. Hallelujah, amen, amen, amen. We thank you all for joining in on tonight. Is there anyone on Blog Talk that would like to make any comments or give thanks to God on tonight? If so, the lines are open. Amen. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. I can never thank you enough. And that's the word in my even if I had a thousand yeah. I couldn't thank you enough. So thank you, Lord. And thank you for even everything that you gave me, Mr. Sylvia, on tonight. But thank you for being God, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. I can't thank you enough. I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you for correction. Thank you for stepping in and helping out. Thank you, Father God, for just the spirit of obedience concerning there would be no shame or embarrassment in the body of Christ. Only help. Accept the help when it's there. Accept the help if you need it. Accept it even if you don't want it. Accept it because God is God. No one else can be God, and if they try, walk away. That's not the God we serve. So <laughs> I thank you all for listening in. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 16.33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I thank you again for tuning in this Monday night. I thought it was the fourth, but it was the third, but we just thank God for that. And I thank you all for uh, just knowing that God is God. you all for giving God grace and honor and praise. Just say thank you, Lord. Tune in next Monday, which will be the fourth Monday, with Evangelist Tony Montgomery and Minister Ron Montgomery at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And join us on Wednesday at 4 p.m. for Wednesday, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. We will be thanking God again. That will be our pre, this was our pre-pre, but we will be giving our pre-Thanksgiving services for God on Wednesday um, at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come back in on Friday that we will be giving God our post-Thanksgiving at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, come back on Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time so that we can give God a new praise, a new worship, a new thank you. With our very own apostle, Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, 
and we will be having Monday morning service. If you would like to text in a prayer, you can text it in at Reverend Festus Johnson's text prayer line at 331-244-0079-331-244-0079. If you would like to have a prayer line, Pastor Linda Handy has a prayer line at 05-313-4818-605-313-4818. Access code is 641-647-147. Access code 647-147. That's for Pastor Linda Handy. Sister Carmen has a prayer line at 605 313-4284, 605-313-4284. 605-313-4284, access code is 528-2607, 528-2607. You can text those numbers and or call in on the two prayer lines and just hear what God has to say to you after prayer. After you conversate with him in prayer. Don't forget, give thanks every day, not just during a certain time of the month that is set aside. I found the additional scripture again, Matthew 6 to 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Please share this video and love the Lord with all thy heart. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.